in our discussion of the Hilchot Rosh Hashanah, uh, the, we've been talking about Erev Rosh Hashanah, different practices that we have. Here the uh, Ramah says, So uh, some have the minag to go to the mikvah, to immerse themselves on Erev Rosh Hashanah due to a seminal emission. So the Mishaburah here says, you're So if a person can't make it to the mikvah, or he specifically says doesn't want to go to the mikvah because it's too cold, which uh, I guess that could come up here in uh, Cleveland, but uh, depending on how everything falls out, if that is the case, so then he should make sure to at least pour nine kav of water over him. I think in the, in the past we've calculated what that would end up being. It basically means like standing under the water in the shower for like three or four minutes. And that would serve as some sort of uh, replacement. He continues, And best to not uh, go into the uh, mikvah until at least an hour before chatzot, uh, hour before the midway point of the, uh, of the day. Okay, uh, do the best you can. It gets pretty busy. So uh, whenever you can make it, uh, good to go. That is, a, I would say, a pretty mainstream minhag Ashkenaz. Uh, the Mishabur here continues. He says, We also have the custom to refrain from uh, engaging in marital intimacy on both nights of Rosh Hashanah. He says that if it's the Leil Tefillah, if uh, one's wife goes to the mikvah, and then there's uh, a specific mitzvah, so then we would allow uh, the marital intimacy, but we would encourage the man to go and uh, you know, immerse himself in the mikvah the next morning. Uh, that would be something that we would encourage. You are allowed to go on uh, Shabbos and on Yantif. How you do that is a topic for uh, a different discussion. So we could talk about that if, if uh, need be. I will say that a lot of the Achronim don't even like this idea even on Leil Tefillah, which is interesting. Even if it's uh, the night that one's wife goes to the mikvah, even that they don't appreciate, but, uh, or they don't, they don't encourage it, but uh, we would allow for it any, anyway. And last but not least, he says, also, if there's a person who's worried that, God forbid, they're going to violate some sort of Avera, if they're not with their wife, so then we would encourage them to be with their wife. But again, we would encourage them to then go back to the mikvah. Again, the key is we want uh, everyone to be in a state of purity. I think the Shari Tshuva says, right, that we we say in our tefillah that day of Rosh Hashanah is a day which is very, very holy, so we want to uh, maintain the highest level of sanctity. If you remember back in the day, so anytime a man had a seminal omission, so they would have to go to the mikvah, they wouldn't even be able to say Kriyat Shema, right? So that would is standard practice. That's something that, unfortunately, we were not able to maintain, but at least for Rosh Hashanah, we'll see God willing when we get to Yom Kippur, we have the minag to try to maintain that level, and therefore we encourage people to go to the mikvah on Rosh Hashanah.